0: Hello and welcome to another episode on the Man of Class podcast. This is season 1, the male identity project with episode number 6. This is this episode is going to get into something that my daughter taught me and the power that kids have to teach you especially in the times of covid especially in the times of being quarantined when you can't really get out and go do all the things what are the things that you can learn today and use a self-reflection for a better tomorrow so stay tuned every day the world tolerates less and less of traditional masculine behavior which has driven a new standard for men to be successful how does one evolve so that they can win in today's world enter man a class a place to empower men to break down traditional masculinity and build the necessary skill sets, mindset, and confidence to become the men that society desperately needs. Welcome and I hope you enjoy. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode on the Man of Class podcast. I am your host, Eric Yusko, and today is gonna to be very interesting. And here's why. My ba- my daughter, she was born last year, 2019. And the interesting thing that she's done is teach me so much. Kids can teach you so much stuff and it's crazy. So she was born uh, May 21st last year. So she is, we're recording this. I'm not even sure today's date. I think it's the 26th. Um, So she just had her 11 month birthday. So she's just coming up on a year. The amount of stuff that she's been able to teach me has just been truly profound. And here's what I mean by that. Every single day there's potential lessons that we can have. Whether or not we choose to actually accept those lessons, that's a discussion all by itself. But what we can do is we can learn from those around us. And with the whole COVID, I've actually had the unique opportunity of spending so much time with her in her first year. I was able to take a lot of time off um, last year when she was born, as well as just being at home more. We haven't really gone out to do anything. And so We've just spent so much time with her. Where before it was maybe just in between things, nights, weekends, whatever that it may be. But we've, my wife and I have spent so much time with her. And I, w- I wanted to take today, I actually changed today's topic last minute because it's something that's very interesting to me that I think we get so caught up in COVID of how horrible things are, right? You read the news, you read the newspapers. You go out and talk to people. It's just people are dying left and right. So much fear, so much angst. And it's just, frankly, I've kind of gotten burned out by it. It's it's one of those where you, you just read the news over and over again, and you just kind of get burned out from it. You just don't even want to be around it anymore. And so I always look for the positives and things. And so, one of the things that I seek positivity in every day is what is it that my daughter can teach me? My mom had once said, and she had gotten it from somebody else, that kids are are almost like a second chance at life. And there's a lot of truth to that. And I didn't really think about that until actually having Lily. But what I've been able to pick up from her has been really profound. And that's really what I wanted to cover today, because she's sort of a shining light in a time when things aren't as easy, aren't as fun, aren't as adventurous, just because everyone's been kind of confined. And kids can be a way, although they get on our nerves all the time because (laughs) you can't really get away, they can offer uh, through a different lens, sort of a unique set of uniqueness, funness. And what I mean by that is every so I've been able because I've spent so much time with her over the past year, I've seen her, her progression of. Putting things together, her curiosity, how it's how she goes from one day not being able to stand or, or not even being able to crawl, just sitting there like a bump on a log, to all of a sudden now she's super mobile. Now she can crawl. Now she can climb stairs. Now she's been able to figure out, regardless of whatever room that she's in, how she can go and find the one. The she's like Murphy, I swear, she will find the littlest thing that she can get into that my wife and I didn't prepare for or whatever, or the thing that we, we left in there. We're like, maybe she won't find that. She'll find it. She'll find a way of, of getting into something, tearing something apart, uh, whatever that it may be. She's super curious. And it's been very interesting because the things that she, I can see her do. I always look at it. What does that mean for us? Because I know at some point, Through humans evolve, I look at it as the day that you were born, there's so many, you know, there's life is just a constant evolution until the day that you die, because you're constantly learning, you're constantly adapting, you're constantly changing whatever that it is that you're going through. And so one of the things that I've been able to look at recently being home with her is the attention, the attention that she seeks. And it's very interesting because in a way, here's what came up for me. And this is what I wanted to share with people, because I feel like too often we kind of get into this never ending battle of attention, thinking that we need more attention. And then that attention just turns into a self-feeding thing that never actually comes to reality. Like we never, it's a cup that can never be filled because we're constantly seeking more attention, more validation, more attention, more validation, And it's interesting because when I can see it through a child's eye, it's almost like, whoa, that's an area where I could use to evolve. And I wanted to share it because this may resonate with you that may not. You may look at it and go, nope, it doesn't apply to me. But what you could take away from this is what is an area that maybe your kids are doing that maybe get on your nerves and look at it through a reflection. What if your children are a reflection of the things that drive you nuts about yourself? And it goes really deep really quickly, but there's been certain concepts that have been been explained to me around what it means to use the world as a a mirror, because the things that really bother you, you can really turn it in and say, what is an area or a situation or a time that maybe You have done that and it's and it's bothered you about yourself, some type of a quality or maybe some type of a quality that maybe you suppressed and you're angry because they get to do it and you don't because you've suppressed yourself. Take a kid, for example, you know, running around yelling and screaming, having fun. You could look at it and go, oh, my God, it's so annoying. Maybe you're angry at yourself because of times when you were annoying or maybe you go back to when you were yelled at, you know, yelled at as a child, maybe of something that maybe you had shunt you know an area of your life where maybe you didn't get to go do some of the things and now when you see a child you know see children do things like that you go wait a second like what (laughs) if i couldn't do it why can't they can't do it i wasn't able to do it so so forget that screw that they can't do it either and it's interesting because when you start looking at life through that way you go you know it's just like your whole mind explodes because now you get into things that you didn't even know existed are coming up for you going, holy cow, I never even knew that existed. And so when I go back to like the whole attention thing with with Lily, it's it's as though she has times when she can really play well by herself. And then there's times where she just like can't get enough attention. And I know personally, there's been times where I'll try to hog the show. And I know as a kid, I would, I would always do this as well. Um, my sister can attest to that because growing up, it was always, if there was a camera on me, if I was just always trying to be the center of attention. And it's very interesting to see the same qualities in your children because then you look at them and go, holy crap, right? (laughs) That's a, that's a piece of humble pie served right up for you. And so there's been so many different experiences with having lily at home being able to see her her problem solving her curiosity her tenacity i'm sitting there going holy cow like this is this is legit like this is it, i almost have a newfound appreciation for some of the skills that i have my relentlessness to never stop until successful um, never ending always curious Those that those that I've been able to talk to one on one know that curiosity is one of my main my main things, my one of my core values and it's my core value because there's always something I can learn from a situation, whether it's, you know, regardless whether it's relationship ending or whether it's a relationship starting or whether it's a um, the day before (laughs) Amber and I got married and her purse was stolen, her ID, her phone, everything was stolen. That was, it, what could we learn here? Whether it was when I dislocated and broke my shoulder, what can I learn here? Uh, all the things, all the all the times that I can go back into my life and I go, wow, like I can learn from. And I can see that when my daughter does that, I'm thankful in a way because I'm thankful that she was able to get that. You know, whether, whether she had it inherently from day one or whether she saw that and have reflected that because then you go, That's going to be a skill set that can really serve her moving forward. And it's very interesting because a lot of times when kids get on our nerves, it's a lot of times you're overwhelmed, but then you dig into why are you overwhelmed? Well, because they're taking too much of my attention or because they won't let me do anything or because they need this or they need that. And then if you start thinking about, well, when was the last time that maybe I was doing that to my spouse? When was I doing that to to my family. When was I doing that to my friends was maybe when was I hogging the show and that was really driving me nuts. Or maybe you're giving so much attention to everybody else that then it's aggravating to you because you go, wait a second, if they, you know, if, if, if children or, or coworkers or whatever else are, are zapping all of my time and attention, when can I have it? Why can't I have a little bit of that? And then that opens yourself up to saying, Hmm, that's something I can learn about myself. And so I'd really urge everybody in this time who have kids. Uh, <laughs> frankly, it's it's funny because I talked to most of all of my friends right now have kids. And so they're all in the same boat. They're all in, the, in the, the boat of kids are being homeschooled depending on the age or they're just with them all the time. But I never really understand or know what it's like for people who are either single or in a new relationship um, that are going through this, because for us, it's a lot of times it's just, you know, playing with, with Lily. And so I urge the people who do have kids to look at it through a different set of lenses, looking at it through the, what is it that they could be teaching me? What is it something that skill sets that they're learning that you know, kind of it almost falls into like two camps. One camp is what are the things that are driving me nuts? When is it that I'm like at my wits end? And when I'm at my wits end, what is it about that that's really driving me nuts? Because I'm sure there's something I can learn from that. Now, it's it's not going to be an easy overnight thing. I'll get to that in a second. And then the other one is what are the things that they do that you're like, wow, that's so cool. That's so cool. They were able to pick that up. That's so cool that that she can fall and quickly get back up or for he. I always say she just because I inherently I have a daughter. So I always immediately go to she. But that doesn't mean that, you know, the boys are, are any different. But look at your kids of what are the things that they're doing that in a way you're going, that's either going to serve them like really well in life. Or maybe that's a, ooh, maybe if they're doing something that really is upsetting me, is, is that something that I'm doing? I'm creating that in my situation because it's very easy for us to fall into a victim type mindset when all of our vices are taken away. Think think about whenever you get angry, you're like, oh, I'm just gonna go to the gym and, and work out, or oh, I'm just gonna go to, you know, meet up with with some friends at a bar, or oh, I'm gonna go, whatever that it is, right? You're gonna go out and you're gonna go do something. I'm gonna, I just need to get away from this. I need to go to work. I need to bury myself in work. I need to do whatever that it is. But when you're stuck at home, it really f- forces you to s- turn that lens back onto yourself and in your current situation, and kind of face into things. And so that's why when I, I I tell Amber this every single night, that it's been a blessing to be able to have as much time as we have had with her. And in some ways, it's great because I'm learning more about myself in quarantine than I ever did outside. Now, it may seem conceited and self-centered and whatever else, but here's why I focus so much on myself, because myself... Is the only thing that I can control. I can't control somebody else. I can't control the situation around me, but I can control how I choose to act in my situations. Situations that cause me stress. Situations that cause me anger. Situations, just in general, that make me happy. That bring me joy. That you know, you can go through the whole series of, of emotions, but it's all it's through all those things that you have the choice over yourself. So, if it sounds self-centered to be able to say, "Oh, and you know, I've spent all this time worrying about myself," like what about the rest of humanity and society. I've, I've spent time giving back to them too, but there's things that I can learn from them and, and try to help them, but oftentimes that's through sort of being more around them. getting a quick faceTime, you don't really get that much time or interaction to to help people. Uh, not to say that I haven't. but I've, I've used this time strategically for myself because in a world that's constantly pushing out, you're, you're going out to work, you're going out to dinner, you're going out to see friends, you're going out all over. This is the perfect time to actually bring it back in. And like I said before, instead of the times when maybe you got upset or frustrated and then you chose to go out to blow off steam, go for a run, whatever else, look at it as an opportunity of saying, what is it that I could, how can I level up in this time? Because the people that can level up in this time You're going to be able to set new habits, new strategies, new tactics that you can take with you so that when we do get back into some type of a normal-ish type day of being able to go back, you know, having that freedom and flexibility of going out and staying in whatever you choose, you almost have more of an appreciation of the time that you were able to stay inside. The society didn't pull you out as much as what you did before. So then you can really start to focus in on the things that you really want to go do. Maybe you want to go change. So for instance, the things like when I see Lily do something and I'm like, that's really good. Like she either got that from Amber or I (laughs) even more so in a time when she's that's all she's ever known. You know, we've had people come in, but for the past, whatever it's been month and a half, I think that we've been in quarantine that she, that's all she's been around. So whenever she mimics certain behaviors, that's come. That's a, that's a piece of humble pie, sir. Fresh, right out of the oven. It's either coming from Amber, it's coming from me. So it's almost like a gut check of if she's doing something that's a no no. Where is you know where what are the things that we can learn about ourselves in this time? And frankly, it's I think it's made her made us better parents. I think it pushes right. We always go back to the sayings of. You know, the easy times isn't what make people, but it's the hardest times. You know, these are the hardest times. <laughs> if this isn't a hardest time for people, then what is? The time when you don't necessarily have the availability of going out or to bury yourself in your work outside the home. You know, this forces relationships to get real, real quick. This forces relationships within your kids, within yourself, within your spouse, within your family, because you're seeing them so much more than whatever you had been used to. And so I joke with with Amber and a couple of lawyer friends and I say that this is either going to be a time where people are going to really cherish their relationship, they're going to be closer than they've ever been before, or they're going to come out of this and need a divorce attorney. So the <laughs> the divorce attorneys that I know, they're they're sitting there going, I hope for the latter, but you know, for for their business. But it it's it is it's it's a really interesting time. And I'd say Amber and I have used this time to kind of reflect inward to be able to say, what are those things? How can we we grow from this? And so I, I share all this with you because I think that there's immense power. And I don't share things that I don't think aren't going to help other people. I truly want to share the things that I've done that I think this could really help somebody. This could really help the situation that some you know guys are, are are in. they're living this every day. The guys that are essential workers that are going out and, and are forced to be in certain locations outside the office, this probably isn't too much different for you. But it can still offer a unique time of reflecting because maybe the nights and weekends you still have inside the home. But for others who are either working from home who have that luxury or who are, you know furloughed or unemployed at this point, which is unfortunate, but use this time of using that reflection on the inside. And oftentimes it's hard. The hardest thing to ever see is our own stuff. And somebody had shared once, the, the last thing a fish will ever realize is that it's swimming in water. As, as soon as I heard that, I was like, whoa, that's that's some real stuff. That's, that's so true. And so the hardest thing for us to understand is our who we are in in our current environment but success leaves clues there's clues all around us there's clues in in how we show up within our relationships within our partners or within our kids and kids are the easiest thing because they they haven't gotten as many layers of complexity yet they're still very innocent in what they do and so if they say something chances are they heard it from somewhere if they're doing something, chances are they saw you do it like there isn't. They're still trying to form that identity and it hasn't really become too clear. So especially for young kids, there's a lot you can actually learn from yourself through them because you look at them and you go, hmm, I don't know where they got that from. Right. Then maybe, you know, maybe you can tie it back to the TV that they're watching or something like that. That's that's really fine. But I think there's a big piece that. There's a big opportunity that no one's really talking about, which is in the time of quarantine, when everyone is is in the home, what are the things that you can do in order to strengthen and become better so that you can emerge a stronger man because of this? And I wanted to make sure that I covered this. So like I said, this was like a last minute, just like slide in, because when I was hitting the record button, I'm going, I'm being pulled to talk about this. Because this is real. This is this is real life. This is exactly what's happening right now in the world. People are staying inside and people are are with their their family and they're either getting stressed out, frustrated, overwhelmed or they're living on high street. And somebody had shared there was like the five stages of working from home. And it start out where it was like so optimism of like, oh, we're going to spend so much time together. It's going to be so much great. We're going to have so much money. It's going to be so much. And then by the end of it, it was like productivity is in the tank. Uh, frustrated, angry, <laughs> overwhelmed, can't get anything done. And it's in those times when you can almost, when you get a minute to, to take a break, is to l- look back and reflect on the things that are driving you nuts the most. What is it? What are those things? What are the things that... You just are immediate triggers. What are the things that are triggering you? And that's something to learn. That's an opportunity. It's just like a check engine light. People let their check engine lights come on and they just stay on and they go, oh, when something is broken, it'll blow up or it'll, te- like, it'll tell me. Not that the light's not telling you, but it'll be something bigger, right? The engine will start or I don't know, whatever. Something, right? Something catastrophic will happen. But there's a lot of value in catching something and knowing whether or not it's benign or not. And so every time that you get triggered, frustrated, angry, upset, sad, depressed, all those triggers immediately are telling you something, but it's what those things are and how you unpack them is what's going to serve you the best. That's really where self-awareness comes in. Self-awareness, like it, if there's one thing that I can tell everybody within this pocket of COVID of sen- of spending time at home is Use this time for self-reflection, deep dive. Use this time to really get in touch with who the heck are you, right? I, I cover, um I just finished writing an audio book, or sorry, not an audio book, a free ebook that talks about, it's coaching secrets. And so if you head over to www.manofclass.com forward slash coaching secrets, you can put your name and email in there and I'll send you the free copy. But what I go in is, It's a lot of self-awareness. It's a lot of what I cover with one-on-one clients in having an identity. We live an identity every single day. Are you aware of what that identity is? Or are you even aware of what identity that you want to have? Because you could be living a life, i.e. getting frustrated when your kids make a mess in the kitchen and you you blow your lid off, or when they're just making, they're screeching at the top of their lungs, and it's driving you nuts and you just are getting ready to pop. Those are all things. Those are all warning signs. Those are all opportunities for self reflection. What's really going on? And so I, I share that ebook because again, in a time like this, I go, what are the things that can help men the most? Because men have had all their vices taken away right? Sure. The liquor stores are still open, but the gyms are closed. A lot of the social interactions are are tied off. Uh, A lot of the social events, sporting events, all these things that that usually guys go out and go do have been kind of cut off. And so they're really, you know, I've I've talked to a lot of guys and they're sort of in this, in this situation where they're just, they're stressed out. They're frustrated. They're depressed. They're, all these catabolic energy, you know, all these emotions are coming up that are just toxic and they don't have to be. There can be immense learning and, that, and adaptation that can be had and through that adaptation, you can actually start to thrive in this world. So that's what I'm all about. That's my big message is how to live an exceptional life when, how to get out of ordinary and start to live an exceptional life. And that's actually the subtitle of the book. So if you I'll put that in the show notes before uh, down below, but head on over to manofclass.com forward slash coaching secrets and get your free ebook. I'll be probably doing an audio recording as well. So that again, for guys who have busy days that they can just listen to the audio clips, I'll break it up per chapter for a day per audio clip. But then that way you get the book, the actual knowledge in the book Whether it's you read it or you actually listen to it. And so I know there's a lot of value. I listen to tons of books as well as read tons of books. So I know there's value in in both learning styles. Um, So yeah, head on over to manofclass.com forward slash coaching secrets to get your free ebook. And that will be a a, a first step in order to get you start to gain awareness around this whole scary word of self-reflection. And... (laughs) As always, stay great, stay healthy, stay happy, uh, take care of your family. So with that, have a great day.